This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. What's the weird thing that you're totally into that your friends think is kind of strange? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. What is the weird thing that you're into that your friends look askance at? Askance? Uh, why are we asking, Colleen? Well, because I was watching, when I was uh, thinking about the show today, I was in the midst of watching one of my Turkish romantic comedies. Oh, of course. And I was like... Nobody gets me. I have literally two other friends that are as obsessed with Turkish romantic comedies as I am. Well, I was going to say, I feel like your friends get you. It's just that the friends who are your Turkish rom-com pals get you. They're the only ones that get me. They're the only ones that understand me. The rest of my friends are like, you're into what? And I try to, like, I want people to see the beauty that is Turkish romantic comedy. You do have sort of an evangelistic approach to this experience. Well, just because it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a thing that you wouldn't necessarily like run across and have an interest in, but the people are incredibly fun to look at and the storylines are, you know, entertaining. Uh, So I'm into Turkish rom-coms. And most people think that's a little bit strange. Yeah. What is the thing that you're into that your friends think is strange? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Bradley, I know you have some of these. Oh, I mean, my my life is a walking. You're weird, um, and I'm fully aware of that. Where do you want to begin? I mean, I can tell you what things that I think are weird that you're into. <laughs> what do you think is weird exactly? I don't know. Sometimes you'll come back to work the next day and be like, oh, I was watching. This slow TV thing with like a train going through. Yeah, I mean, slow TV was definitely one of my hot trends for a while. Oh, yeah, you I did. Mean, t- one time you told us about a cake factory. Oh, yeah. I, I Well, those are usually what you get served. And you're, I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> this part of me that you are constantly uh, accosted by is usually my YouTube rabbit holes. Yes. Because I, I just, I live on YouTube because it's easy. It's quick. Like I sit down for dinner. Like this week, Jamie's gone, so I'll put the YouTube on while I'm eating my dinner Mm -hmm. um, because maybe I'm not sitting down to watch an entire episode of something and I'm just watching random stuff. I watched this. There's this guy last night Mm -hmm. who um, moved to Vietnam. He's uh, an American. He moved to Vietnam. He's like 24. He has learned to speak fluent Vietnamese and he just takes video of himself going around Vietnam, like talking to people and they have these like fascinating conversations and then he uploads them and like puts subtitles so you can like follow along. And it's just, it, it, I'm like, I just love the world we live does in. Does that just show up in your feed? Like, how It was recommended, so- okay. and it's because I found this other guy. Because <laughs> um, you know how the algorithm yeah, yeah, works, yeah. right? Like, yeah. it serves you things. Right. Um, and I found another guy. There's this uh, Ameri- uh, white American English speaker 
who went to China and is a fluent Chinese speaker. Oh. And he did this whole series of videos. They're a little bit, you know, like, it's a little much after a while, but, like, his thing is that he just, you know, starts speaking fluent Chinese, and the Chinese people around him are like, what? Because they're not expecting right. that he would be speaking fluent Chinese, right? right? Um, so, yeah, YouTube rabbit holes for the win. I love that. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Steve. Steve's on the line. Uh, hey, Steve, what is the thing, the weird thing that you're into that your friends think is strange, Steve? I like Woody Allen films. Oh, oh. yeah. That's not popular yeah. right now. <laughs> I know that, but it's the truth. You know what? I'll be honest, Steve. I, I just want you to know this. Um, even if it, even before we knew more about Steve, uh, about Woody Allen, Steve, <laughs> I would have thought you were weird for liking Woody Allen movies. Well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you for calling. Have a great day. Um, I've never understood the appeal of Woody Allen movies. There was one Woody Allen film that I remember watching and liking, and that was Radio Days, which goes all the way back. But yeah. um, I, I just I've never gotten that thing that many people have about Woody Allen's right. sense of his sensibility. Yeah. Right, it's a very unique sensibility. And um, and we don't have it. And we just don't have it. But what, that works for us. Right. Because then we don't have to feel that weird thing that, that like, have I to have do to with, feel with, when I want to turn on Roseanne. Or like Bill Cosby. Yeah, the Cosby show. Let's go to Deb. Hi, Deb. Deb, what's the strange thing that you're into that your friends think is weird? Oh, Colleen, Colleen, Colleen. What? Hush garden. Oh. <laughs> She's speaking in Turkish to me. Oh such an addict. I oh. are so you, you, are you also watch the watching? too? Yes. What are you watching? Well, I finished um Black Money Love that happened to be on Netflix that I've actually uh-huh. watched on YouTube before. And now I'm watching a new one um with Poi Raz. Okay. And oh shoot, I can't. You, ha- I, I know from an intersection. I love this. So can I? Good I love this. Can I ask how you came upon Turkish rom coms? Absolutely. Um, my aunt lived in Istanbul and, ra- and ran a school there for many years until she retired. Oh wow! And so our family's been kind of meshed with Istanbul and stories. She was the greatest storyteller. Mm-hmm. And uh, my uncle worked at the uh, Bebek University. Uh, li- he was a head librarian, so he worked in the archives a lot. And they were both into theater and drama. They went on cruises with Rudolf Nureyev. Oh, wow. James Baldwin parties. Oh, my God. For so they've got reasons. stories. Oh, my God. They have stories like crazy. And so we learned a lot about... Oops, sorry. <laughs> Hey, thanks for your call, Deb, to Shekular. Uh, Did you just, what does that mean? I said thank you. Oh, okay, thanks. In Turkish. Good. Thank you. Um, we can't say one of the words that she was trying to teach us on the air, so um, we had to say bye-bye. Let's, uh, let, let's let Jessica have the final word. Jessica, uh, only, only safe words. What is the weird thing you're I'm not into that you your my f- safe word on this show? That your that friends is too far. That your friends think is strange. Hi, Jessica. Hi. I I hope this isn't supposed to be just about TV. No, 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 no. no. Huh? Whatever, whatever floats your boat. Okay. Well, I like creepy dolls. Ooh. I don't think they're the same ones that Alexis from the Morning Show likes. Yeah. yeah. 
But um, I love them. I don't think they're creepy, but do you people think- come to my house. I have a couple out, and they either think they're really cool or they think I'm really weird. Do you think they're cute? Like, what is your emotional attachment to creepy dolls? I don't know. I was talking to a friend recently who also likes them, and I think it's the expression Mm. in their face kind of relates. We can relate to. I don't know. Do you collect them then, or you just have a few that you've always had over the years? I collect them. Yeah, I was going to say that 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 would indicate you're you're definitely into something when you start collecting it. Right? So. Yes. Well, we but don't they're not like the baby dolls. I think Alexis likes like the, yes. the ones that are smiling. Yes. The ones that I collect are not smiling. Oh, oh do they look like they're going to kill you? <laughs> no, well the, there's an artist here in the US. Her name is Lulu Lancaster and she calls them emotional wrecks. Oh, okay. I'm looking these up. She's on Facebook, and I think if you Google her name, you can oh, see images and are, see some. Those are kind of fun. I think so. Yeah, I wouldn't say... But everybody else does, though. I would say I can see where people would say creepy, but I think they're kind of adorably creepy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, these things. Sure. You know what, yeah. Jessica, we don't think you're weird. Okay, <laughs> Thank you for your call. Uh, go forth and collect your oh, creepy dolls. Some of these dolls. have bosoms out. Ooh, oh, okay. All interesting right. dolls. All okay. right. I didn't get an alert. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, as Holly teased, we do have a Farrah Rich hour. It's true. Farrah Abraham and Chrissy Teigen, have they uh, made amends yet? We'll find out after this on My Talk 1071. Uh, let's check in on Farrah Abraham and Chrissy Teigen, shall we? Are they uh, are they friends at all? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. What what is what why is Farrah Abraham still talking about Chrissy Teigen? Okay, Farrah, we get it, honey. You need attention. And also I know that Chrissy actually owes some people an apology, like Courtney Stodden, for example. However, I don't feel like Farrah Abraham is next in line for an apology from Chrissy Teigen. I'll tell you why about that. But anyway, I just also want to make you, dear listener, and Colleen Lindstrom and Holly Roberts make your head explode with this story that I read over at the E! News. Okay, what what, so, what now? Farrah, Stop stealing! Stop stealing my attention! Yes. So I, I I was over at the Just the Sip podcast uh, uh-huh. on August 4th when the Dream 20s author exclusively revealed... I think I'm going to read that this weekend. I do. I honestly do. I'm going to earmark some time to read that I book. Promise. Don't get my hopes up. I won't. I promise I will. Then, okay. I promise. Um, the Dream 20s author exclusively revealed on the Just the Sip podcast, which by the way, E! News! From E News. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh wow. Anyway, are you impressed no, by I, what the podcast or no? The I'm impressed Farrah that Farrah Abraham was on an E News podcast. Yeah. I, no. I feel like that's out kicking her coverage a little bit. Well, okay. exactly. So uh, I hope she's in a better place. Farrah said to host Justin Sylvester. I still have not been apologized to. Now this is all just really quickly to to bring everybody up to speed. Is all about. Um, Chrissy Teigen mm-hmm. engaging in some cyberbullying mm-hmm. back in the day, which included, but was not limited to, cyberbullying one Courtney Stodden mm-hmm. and suggesting that Courtney Stodden 
um, and her own life. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that's a thing. But Farrah Abraham was also on the receiving end. And, and this is what, so, okay. So she's talking to the podcast and she basically says, I haven't gotten my Chrissy Teigen apology yet, which is such a Farrah Abraham thing to do. Like here's a a pair of fashion jeans or something. I can insert myself in. And apparently this is what Chrissy in 2013 said to Farrah on social media. Absolutely sickened at the fact that idiot teen mom commissioned her own sex tape and is pretending to be confused and distraught. Bleep you. So now that's aggressive and aggressive. aggressive. But okay, in 2013, was Farrah Abraham, yeah, Farrah Abraham, was Farrah Abraham an adult? Yes. Okay. Did she tell Farrah Abraham to end her life? No. No. Did she threaten bodily harm? No. Did she wish sexual assault upon her? No. Did she? So she called her a name. She did call her a whore, mm-hmm. which is something that maybe at some point Chrissy Teigen will feel mm-hmm. appropriate enough to apologize for. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I'm here to say is like, sure, I'm owed a lot of apologies in life that I haven't gotten. Would mm-hmm. you like the list? How much time do we have? <laughs> so. I don't know that walking around as if you're owed an apology by a woman who gets a lot of attention on social media is like the thing that you want to lead with when you're trying to get attention on a podcast for a funny. You should mention that because what I like to double back to is when Farrah Abraham first quote spoke out on that publishing website. Do you remember? It was sort of like a bloggy website <laughs> mm-hmm. where she stream of consciousness wrote about. Was that on Chrissy Teigen? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And one of the things she said was that Chrissy Teigen used to piggyback on other celebrities to try to get attention for herself. What do we say to that in this moment? In Latin, physician heal thyself. Precisely. Like this is calling the kettle black. This is exactly what Farrah Abraham is doing. She's riding this Chrissy Teigen has an apologized to me story to get her own attention. I also just don't think that Chrissy, you know, sure, Chrissy Teigen owes her an apology, whatever that means. Like, in the way that, like, when you die, like, St. Peter's going to be up there with a list of, like, questions or something. Like, sure, in the grand scheme of the universe, you are owed something for Mm -hmm. that transgression. But, like, you're a big girl. Yeah. You're actually a grown-ass woman. Right. And like you said, you know, there... Everybody has that list. Everybody has somebody who said something to them about them publicly, privately, you know, and you may be keeping track of it. All of that stuff may be true. But that's a, that's on a person to person level. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready to eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off.
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That does not need to be adjudicated in the court of E. Also, you're dealing with two people who need attention in order to continue their career. So I know fully what's going on here. It's that Eusebius thing. Oh, I love a Subius, but I think what it's a Uberus. Uberus. You know, the thing that eats itself. Yeah, the snake who's eating its own tail. Yeah, that's what it is. But I like a Subius. What did I just make that up? Mount Vesubius. Uh, Mount uh, Boob Subius. <laughs> what about Mount Boob Subius? <laughs> that's basically I would what like it to is. go there. Okay. Um, anyway, back to the story. <laughs> It's not a story. It's so not. stop trying it's to not. get attention from something. She later continued. Um, oh, I can't wait. I don't know. Like, do, do like, uh, are you surprised? Seriously? Are we surprised at any of this? Also, we probably owe Farrah Abraham an apology. Do we have to? No. Okay. Of course not. Okay. We gave her time on our show. Yes. Anything we once owed her, we were absolved of when yes. we gave her free reign on our program. Oh, can I just... For those who may not know, we did have Farrah Abraham on our show. And what you need to know about the very end of our show is that whether we want to or not, we are forced to go to a break. And music starts playing. And And what happened, it's literally like a hook coming out and grabbing the person who's talking off stage. Problem is... I'm going to do this. Okay. Can I do this? Yeah, be Farrah Abraham right now. I don't understand why someone can't become a better version of themselves and step up. I mean, there's a little bit of a letdown for me, Colleen. So if you were going to say something one way and you needed to apologize the same way, but I just see the longer somebody waits to do something when they claim they've already done it. I don't know what to tell you. I just wish the best for her and for her marriage and for her family. I mean, you have like 10 more seconds of word salad. I can't. Well, she did. Yeah. When we come back, we'll talk to you about other stuff. Bye. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley yeah, Trainer. And these are your D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Asking the Daily Mail, actually, for a couple of reasons, and the the I don't know, it's all about this um, video that Meghan Markle did chatting on Zoom with uh, Melissa McCarthy oh, yeah. as part of her birthday thing. It's not that, like, yay, that's uh, that was cute, it was fun, it was awesome, whatever. It's the Daily Mail's obsession with everything going on around Meghan Markle. Oh, because she's like bougie. They don't like her being bougie. No. And first of all, one thing I do want to say is, you know, it was all the talk yesterday. Are we seeing the first picture of beautiful little Lilibet? And it was a fuzzy uh, picture on the desk next to Meghan Markle that everybody was referring to. Mm. I It looked like an ultrasound picture. It could have been to yeah. me. It was unidentifiable oh, as a Oh, God, human being. is this a child? 
but everybody's freaking out about it. Okay, so, but, and the Daily Mail was among them. But I just saw this picture and I was immediately rolled my eyes. Okay, inside Meghan Markle's California chic study, Duchess's desk features a healing quartz crystal, English tea and biscuits, and a very large stack of copies of The Bench. It That's is, her book. It is very um, staged. Which it I'm not surprised at. A thousand percent. But like, staged. I love that the tea and biscuits are just nestled ever so next to her teacup. Right. Yeah. But it is very specifically, uh, mm-hmm. if you are looking at the uh, at the picture or at the at the article that I posted, it is the first picture that is why they're d bags because they it, it's a, it's sort of a, a wide shot of her sitting at this <laughs> desk, and then it labels all the things yeah. it, as though you don't have eyeballs. It labels things like. English tea and biscuits. I see them. Healing quartz crystals. Stack of the bench. Decorative glass bottles. Luxury dog cushion. Hermes blanket. White flowers and stone fireplace. It's like when you're young and you're learning um, a foreign language and you put (laughs) post-it notes like cupboards and then you put like the foreign, whatever foreign language you're learning. Well, they're just, I can identify white flowers. They're thing. just trying to make the point that they think she's bougie. She's not supposed to be bougie. They talk about how the Hermes throw is like 1,240 pounds. I mean, they just want wow, you to be heavy. like, hey, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's one of them. Uh, the weighted, blank. weighted blankets. <laughs> poons, you know, the dollar. Thank you. That's with British poons. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Is that what they're called? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, they just want you to think that she is a conniving rich lady who's being too fancy. I mean, it is just, it's ludicrous, honestly, but you're absolutely right. This is just an attempt to go after Meghan Markle yet again. It's so dumb. I mean, there's, they, they even zero in and this is one of the uh, captions almost taking center stage on the desk between two stylish white in trays is an elegant gold vase housing a bunch of white roses. (laughs) There is also a glass bottle with two glasses. This is yeah, news. It's a water bottle. Anyone? And she has. Oh water. my How word! Dare she stay? I mean, it, hydrate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don't hydrate. If I were to look at it, I would just be like, "Wow, this somebody like stagecrafted yes. this uh, desk. Let's determine what this is trying to tell us." And it's trying to tell us that this is her taste and this is her style. Yeah. And also, what's the bench? Uh, what? Oh, oh, that's her book. That's yeah. Is that the children's book? Yep. Yeah, that's what. It's also telling me she hasn't sold a lot of them because she's got two big stacks. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think it's saying buy this book now. Right. And it's actually clever the way that she's used it as a stand for her laptop. So you get that good angle. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought it was moderately d baggy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. And also. No matter how many times people zero in on the pictures next to her computer of little Lilibet, it still does not look like a picture of a person. Also, who cares? cares? That's my other thing. I didn't want to say it. Thank you for saying it. Yeah. Who cares? We know she's a thing in the world. We don't need to see pictures. Oh my God, this is a baby. (laughs) People get real amped. They do, and I don't get it. I don't either. I mean, all all babies kind of look similar. Also, like if it's a baby, I know I'm excited, right? If it's like, you know, if a friend has a baby and they're like, come look at pictures of my baby. I'm like, oh, that's a cute baby. You have a baby, baby. Yay. Yay. But I don't know Meghan Markle. I don't know her. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just a thing, man. It's just a thing. It's like, what, you know, like we're getting married and uh, celebrity getting married. Okay, great. Yay. Yeah, anonymous babies. 
Yeah, like I don't need to see pictures of I don't I'm fine. Yeah, like Thanks. I want to see your journal entry. Right? I want to see your Would bank you account. Really oh. think? Thank you. <sighs> Daily Mail, you are dumb. Who's your D-bag? Your face is dumb. Uh page six. Oh, look at it's like a very special tabloid edition. Yeah, it's because of this headline. <clears throat> oh gosh. Which, by the way, was changed. <laughs> oh no. Here's what the headline says now, because you know they do this all the time, yeah. right? They get you, and then when everybody sees it, they're like, mm-hmm. we got to quick change this because everybody's having opinions. So the headline as it stands now is, Ice-T says he likes to nurse, just like his five-year-old daughter. Oh. Um, that's not what the headline was. What the headline And if you look at the URL, it's the original <laughs> headline. It shows you, right? Yeah. Ice tea likes to bleep Coco's bleeps just like their daughter. I feel like you can say breasts. Breasts. Yeah. Yeah. Bleep her breasts just like their daughters. And the word rhymes with a bad word. Luck. <laughs> luck. Thank yes. you. He likes to luck Coco's <laughs> breasts. That was the headline on yes. this article. On page I six. I don't even know what to do with it. A, A, I don't need this information. I was good without it. I, it was just like, oh, thanks, Feed. <laughs> Did I really need, like, something so... Okay, sure. Also, thanks, Feed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of Feed and food, mm. um, this is what happened. So the actual story is, Ice tea clapped back at critics who took issue with his wife, Coco, occasionally breastfeeding their daughter. Okay, I have an I have a thing about that too. By the way, you don't get, like it's you either are breastfeeding or you're not breastfeeding. Occasionally doing it. Well, this is like a thing. Apparently, the child is five. Okay, and so the child eats solid food mm-hmm. now, but also occasionally gets some of that. Mm-hmm. And that was the pushback that he was making. Newsflash said, uh, "Ice tea, we feed Chanel food." She just likes to bleep mom's boob every now and then, dot, 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 me too. So I'm having a hard time right now. (laughs) I just want to be very upfront that I'm having a difficult time right now. Well, now is your chance. Well, what, what I'm getting from this now, it is one thing if you are a person who is nursing your child and you have made a choice to do some long term nursing and you are, you know, weaning on the child's schedule. And that is one thing. And that we can have, I'm not going to have a conversation about that. I'm just not. That's like wading into the weeds. But the way that this makes it sound is that this is like recreational and this is not about that. Yeah. Well, and I don't think it's about the thing at all. I think this is about Ice T clapping back at people Uh, by being rather crass. I'm very uncomfortable. Why? I just, it's super uncomfortable. Okay. I'm uncomfortable. Well, we don't have to talk about no, it. No, 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 we should keep talking about it. I'm just really uncomfortable with, like, the whole entire experience. Well, yeah, no, we don't have to talk about it. No, we can talk. I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying, okay, wait, I'm backing up. Okay. I'm fine talking about it. Yeah. It just is like, it's such an uncomfortable experience. Like, the whole thing is oh, yeah. just like, Again, I feel page ooky. six, just the way page six framed this yes. entire story. That's what I'm saying is their wording is what's making me yeah. uncomfortable. I feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I listen, Ice T, do do you and Coco. Yeah. 
I mean, it's again, he was trying to clap back, which is something we criticize heavily on this show because don't go after the trolls. And then in the manner in which he's doing is, I mean, I wouldn't say it's disrespectful because it's not my body, but uh, and she's entitled to say whatever she wants about her body. But it's not a choice of words I would use. Is she? Yuck. They're a very boob forward couple, though. Well, she's a very boob forward person. Mm hmm. But congratulations to them on their beautiful and page family. Six do better because they know. Well, that's the other I mean, thing. and again, they're the d bag. Why? Because they had to change their own headline. Right. It is so clear. Well, I would actually like. Actually, that's the story I'm here for. Like, I would love to hear how that all went down. Like behind the scenes. Who complained in what way, in a way that made them go, oh, I'm oh sure that anybody was crass. with eyeballs was like, yeah, can we just not use the words bleep and breast together, thank you, right. in a headline? Right. I feel like, oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> thank you. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, guess what? It is the tabloid edition of Celebrity D-Bags. And uh, we're going to continue rolling with another tabloid and a D-bag double down. Double down. After this on My Talk 1071. This Thank is you. the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. And uh sometimes we have an overflow of D-bag. We have so many D-bags, we have to create a whole separate segment. Mm-hmm. And uh when we do that, we call it a D-bag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. <laughs> Hollywood Life, go home, you're drunk. Uh, Hollywood Life by Bonnie Fuller. This is actually three D-bags in a row that all involve a publication, a signature publication, though it may be, and I would just like to call that signature publication a hotbed of lies. Specifically, Hollywood Life, which we have talked about before, Colleen. Yeah, they've been a D-bag before. I need them to stop digging up dusty old non-stories and trying to remake them. Into a non-story, because that's what this is. Specifically, I want to tell you about this non-story regarding Camila Cabello clapping back at body shamers. Here we are. I'm so fascinated by the clap back. Because it's lazy. It's easy. Mm. You don't have to do anything. You just look at somebody's social media, find a troll, post it, create a story around it. It is the easiest thing ever. Okay. Specifically, there was a story yesterday, actually two days ago now, about Camila Cabello, quote, Camille, here's what the headline was in okay. Hollywood Life by Bonnie Fuller. Camila Cabello showers in a red bikini after clapping back at body shamers. So she clapped back and then she had to wash herself? In a bikini. What? I'm so confused. What they're trying to tell you, at least my impression when I saw this headline, because I know you think, well, if you don't like these stories, why are you flocking towards them? Because sometimes they're actually trying to give us some information. Right. Like there's an actual story that we could talk about. So I wanted to understand, well, how is Camila Cabello clapping back at body shamers? Because right. we actually talked about this. Like two weeks ago, maybe? Or oh, gosh. A week ago? I feel like it was like a month ago. Really? Okay. When we talked about uh, Camila Cabello specifically clapping back. And and if you'll remember correctly, the story that Camila Cabello clapped back at people who were body shaming her 
for jogging? Yeah, she was on a run. Maybe that she, was like two, three weeks ago. And she realized her she wasn't sucking her stomach in. But you'll remember, that was a non-story. Right. Because she didn't actually clap back. Right. She had an internal conversation about not feeling in her best shape. Right. Like, nobody clapped first. There was no clapping. There, nobody clapped. I didn't clap. even clap. Nobody yeah. clapped on. The nobody, only thing nobody clapping clapped on or off was us as we clapped our ears over our our hands, hands. over our ears yeah. Yeah. yeah so that was a non-story then so yes. then i'm like well okay so this might be like maybe they're just reference what's going on here mm-hmm. so how did she clap back so then i go to the story okay because that's what you do mm-hmm. camilla ba- cabello has no time for body shamers as she showed off her fabulous figure in a red bikini while taking an outdoor shower what okay so she took a shower what does that have to do with anything yeah. again remember she clapped back at body shamers right where are the body shamers did we Camilla find them Cabello, did bonnie fuller find them 24 clapped back at body shamers in the best way possible colleen when she posted a video of herself wearing a red bikini while taking an outdoor shower on vacation The singer looked gorgeous as she posted a video of herself in a red triangle bikini top and matching bottoms that put her entire body on full display. Okay. Wait, where's the clapping? So, there's no clap her in this story. So, where it says... Camilla Cabello, 24, clapped back at body shamers in the best way possible. It became clear to me after I read those words, oh, these people are stupid. They think we're stupid. Right. Because what they're saying is she showed those body shamers who we referenced a couple weeks ago, but they actually weren't there. But we read a headline about her having body shamers. There are literally no no body shamers here. Now, that is not to say that there might not be in the comments somewhere, but again, they are referencing nothing in particular. Right. They're just saying, oh, she showed the haters because she wore a bikini. But there weren't no. even... No. And also, can I can I draw your attention to something else? Because I opened up her entire Instagram feed uh, because I wanted to know, like, did we miss something? Yeah. Well, the first post she made after which by the way this was one week ago she told that jogging story with her internal monologue about her stomach hanging out the very next post she made was of her looking in the mirror wearing a bikini yeah there's no so well and she's also on a paddleboard in a bikini there's like a ton of bikini photos that's my point is that there are there the showering in the red that wasn't even this isn't a thing none of this is real all of this you know what this is dumb well, it's dumb. Okay. But why would they do this? That's the better question. Because Surinderella is coming out. Surinderella. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cinderella is coming out. in the breaks? Cinderella is coming out. Just my lacroix. Well, yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah. They're getting headlines about Camila Cabello, and they have photos to publish as a result. So, mm-hmm. somebody at Bonnie Fuller Life Headquarters, LLC, was sitting around going, well, we have these like photos of... Camila Cabello in a bikini that she posted on Instagram and she's going to be in a movie. So like, look at her showing up. I mean, it's just creating content for the purpose of content and trying to create a story around it. It makes me wonder if there isn't, they don't have like some sort of agreement with the studio that they will write X amount of stories about Camila Cabello and they just have to come up with 
a story based on what they have, and what they have is her Instagram. Well, because and, and the she's way, not zombie the way that right you now. know this is because if you were to do, and again, listener, I know sometimes, like, look, we have no lives, and so we look at the internet constantly. Yay. And I can tell you that there was a period of time over the last few months where Camila Cabello was absolutely not in any headlines. Mm-mm. And now that Cinderella is coming back, she's in headlines everywhere. Right. And that's, it's not that that's a, a shock or a surprise. Right. But it is to say that that is why we are being treated to these stories because they're like, we need something. What can we do? And they're tr- truly creating out of whole cloth this narrative, which I will say this narrative about body shamers is really disturbing to me because it's coming from one of two places. That is to say, she is a victim of body shaming. Mm -hmm. Like, who created that narrative? Did she create that narrative? Or her people, like through their publicist? Or is this tabloids being rather gross? Because I don't... There are body shamers for everyone. I want you to post a photo of yourself on the internet, Mm -hmm. anyone. Mm -hmm. You're going to get, quote, body shamers. Yeah. Right? Yes. That's not like... This implies that there's a big chunk of people who specifically call out Camila Cabello's Cabello's body such that it warrants headlines repeatedly in tabloids. Interestingly, to that end, the Miami Herald published a story yesterday Mm. referencing that video from one week ago. Mm. Queen of looking hot in a two-piece bikini, Camila Cabello hits back at body shamers, which again kind of, to me, furthers the notion that there is somebody behind the machine that is pushing that story. Also, does it reference in that story that she actually did anything directly to acknowledge body shamers? Or was it like just stating... Oh my gosh, I can read you the whole story. It is four sentences. Okay. Queen of looking hot in a two-piece bikini, Camila Cabello hits back at body shamers. That's the headline. Camila Cabello is striking back against the body shamers. Okay, so the Havana singer may have put on a few quarantine pounds. So have a lot of us who haven't used our home as yoga studios all these months. A few weeks back, stalking paparazzis took unflattering shots of Cabello while home in South Florida on a beach with her boyfriend, Sean Mendez. Okay, so nobody body shamed the her. Story. They took photos of her and someone deemed them unflattering. Right. That seems... I'm just saying, I want to know where this storyline is coming from. Yeah, because it doesn't seem rooted in any actual. Because again, she has never referenced a specific body shamer. No, but that is not to say she's not out there pushing this narrative for her people. I should say it's more likely. I would imagine her publicists. Like, yeah. Now it could very well be on June third. There were pictures of her in the ocean with Sean Mendez. Uh, And these are the ones that they're referencing in that Miami Herald piece. Uh, And it shows her in a two piece in the water. I mean, you know, she looks like, but you look when you're in the water and it does say in the story, she's showing off her curves, but I don't hear body shaming anywhere in there. No, but what I'm saying is there are probably people in comments who called her out, but like, but why are you acknowledging that? Because people always say hateful things in the right. comments. That's true. That seems like an intentional choice is my point. Right. Yeah. This is this is the story that they want us to be talking yeah. about. Well, it's like Rebel Wilson. Reason. All they can oh, seem yeah. to ever talk about is her weight loss. Right. Right now, by the way, she is on a yacht. Near, Rebel Wilson? Yeah, off the coast of Italy. Uh, oh. Yeah, wearing white pants and flaunting oh. her 65-pound weight loss. Look at that. I just wanted you to know that. 
When we come back on the Did Colleen and Bradley show, back at all. not yet, but we'll we'll be waiting for that. When we come back, what M and M flavor do we need Yummy. right now? Six five one six four one one zero seven one.